0: that the video at least gave you a little bit of uh information of who we are where we came from what our church has been through and inspire you to dream for your own life for your own marriage for your own home for whatever god has before you i do believe that he has a lot of great things in store for you but it's time to dream again amen one more time tell the person next to you dream again come on tell them dream again i'm going to share something really short and then we'll pray I'll tell you what are some areas of vision for our church for 2021. Grab your Bibles and go to the book of Psalm, Psalm 126. Go to Psalm 126. The book of Psalm is in the middle of the Bible, right in the middle. If you open the Bible right to the middle, you'll find it. If you are in Genesis, fast forward to the middle. If you're in Revelation, reverse, reverse. If you're still confused, close the Bible and read it off the screen, Psalm 126, everybody ready, are you there? Okay, Psalm 126, beginning in verse 1, it says, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed, our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy, then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. And then they pray, restore our fortunes, Lord, like the streams in the Negev. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them psalm 126 is a beautiful song it's actually a song that they sang as they celebrated god's goodness and god's faithfulness i want to talk to you from the title dream again for the next 10-15 minutes i wonder what dreams have you given up on i wonder if there are some god visions and god calls over your life that perhaps you've let life bury and leave behind i wonder if you stopped dreaming and Maybe you forgot about all that God once spoke over your life. The truth is that life has been challenging for a lot of us, especially in the past 12, 13, 14 months, and it's left people confused. Last night I was taking off my contacts, getting ready to go to bed. I have contacts. I've been wearing contacts for as long as I can remember. I'm probably since I was the age of 13 or 14. Um, Without contacts, I can't see a thing. For those of you who know about eyesight, um, Without contacts, I'm negative seven and a half. Pray for me. I know it's bad. And so the bad thing was that, like before taking off my contacts, I should have looked for my glasses. But I took off my contacts without knowing where my glasses were, and so I couldn't find my glasses. I was stumbling, like literally, I I had blurry vision. It's I mean, I'm it's bad. It's bad. I need surgery one day, but but or healing. Pray for me, God. Uh, But 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 I'm asking Diana to help me. I can't find my glasses this morning it made me think how many people are walking through life with cloudy lives foggy lives blur lives stumbling walking with no dreams for their life no aspirations to what god wants to do in and through their life you're walking around stumbling through life confused the pandemic year has left a lot of people confused as to what's next for their life dreams have died because businesses have gone under maybe because family members have passed away it's been a difficult year all across planet Earth. And so a lot of people are confused and wondering, what's next? Is there any hope? I think the, the pandemic, more than physical illness, I really see, I really believe we're gonna see what is done to mental illness. Suicide uh, rates are skyrocketing. People are depressed and discouraged. And I think when you let dreams die in your life, you gotta be careful because that's when darkness steps in. And I really believe that the enemy's using times like this to kill God dreams and to kill God visions so that we stop having God aspirations for our life. And the issue is that darkness starts when dreams stop. Have you let a a dream stop in your life? Have you stopped going after a God call for your life? At one point you had a vision. At one point you had excitement and passion as to what God can do with your life for this community or for this city or for another country or, or for your family, but you've allowed that dream to die. Be careful that darkness doesn't come in and leave you discouraged. Dreams are important. Look what the Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. Proverbs says this, where there is no vision, the people perish, where there is no prophetic insight, where there is no dreams, where there is no revelation, the people perish, where there is no dreams, people die, it's funny because the Hebrew word for vision there is the Hebrew word kazon, somebody say kazon, not calzone, what we want to go eat at a Italian restaurant, but kazon, and it it literally means vision, dreams. It's funny because it actually sounds just like the other Hebrew word, shalom. And shalom means health. It actually means complete prosperity in all areas of your life. And so when you don't have shalom, there's death and decay. It's funny that it sounds just like dreams, because I believe that people who are dreamers, they're full of life, they're full of health, they're full of vision for their life. They wake up every day after a godly ambition, and they're chasing their dreams and saying, God, you can use me to make a difference in the world. Don't let death and darkness and decay step in. There's a God call for your life. If you don't have a dream today, come on, ask God for a dream. Ask him to put something in your heart. Say, God, give me a dream. Give me a dream for my family. Give me a dream for my city. Give me a dream that you can turn things around and you can use me to do it. Give me a dream that you can use my voice. Give me a dream that you can use my gifting. Give me a dream even if I don't have a lot. God, you can do a whole lot with a whole little. Come on somebody, get a dream for your life. David had a dream of defeating Goliath the giant. Is there a giant in your life? Go after him and defeat him. Abraham had a dream that his children and generations were going to be like the stars in the sky. Oh, come on, a dream will sustain you in the difficult moments of life. Maybe today you've walked in here, you're watching, and, and you're discouraged, you're down. Get a dream for your life. In fact, I believe this, that a dream-filled life is a joy-filled life. Come on, get some joy back. It's what we just read, Psalm 126. They said, when we remembered that you restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like, those who dreamed... And it says, our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. What a beautiful song. Dreamers are filled with laughter and joy. In fact, 126 is the ending of their exile. Remember, the people of God had been away from their home city. We read what happened when they first got to that Babylon city. Psalm 137, we read it a few weeks ago as we started the Dream Again series. It says, they sat by the rivers of Babylon and they wept. Remember that? says they hung up their harps on the willow trees. They didn't have a song to sing and they were de- depressed and discouraged. But when they remembered God faithfully, When they remembered what God had already done to their brothers and sisters, who some of them had already gone back to the land that God had given them, they began to be like those who dream again. They got joy in their life. They got laughter in their life. Come on, they got a praise on their lips. I'm here to tell somebody and prophesy over somebody's life. God can't give you a dream again. God can't fill you with dreams. God can't fill you with laughter. God can't fill you with joy. I know the world has been in a pandemic, but it's time to dream again. It's time to believe again. It's time to praise God. I know the world is suffering, but I got a praise on my lips. I got joy in my heart because the God that I serve is a good God and a faithful God. Can I get an amen? Come on, somebody. It's time to dream again. Why should I dream? Maybe you're in here. You're like, Alex, you don't know my life. And that's the way you talk. I've done that. Have you ever done that somebody? You don't know my life. Why should I dream? You don't know what I've walked through. You don't know who's walked out on me you don't know the cards I was dealt I don't but God does and he's given us a promise in fact it's our verse for the year dream again is the theme and we get it from this verse Acts chapter 2 Acts chapter 2 verse 17 remember what happened in the book of Acts all of the disciples are in an upper room and they're praying and the Holy Spirit falls in that room and when it falls in the room they all start praising God and praying and it sounds like there's a big party upstairs. Remember, all the neighbors come out and they're like, okay, where's that Cajachina? There's some crazy people up there. I don't know what's going on. And Peter stands up and he begins to preach and he says, hey, no, me and my, my friends, we're not drunk. It's only 9 o'clock in the morning. Who gets drunk at nine in the morning? Somebody like, I know some people, I know. Peter's like, it's not drunk. They're actually filled with the Holy Spirit because there was a prophecy for the prophet Joe who said in the last days the Holy Spirit was going to follow all people. And so Peter begins to say this. Acts chapter 2 verse 17 Peter stands up and he says in the last days God says I will pour out my spirit on only some people. Only on the youth leaders that go to youth camp. Only on the, the people who have a physical Bible on their lap right now and it's highlighted in every single color. Those are the people that get the spirit, right? What does it say? Oh, come on. Can we, can we say, it? like, we believe it? Come on. It says on all people doesn't matter where you come from doesn't matter what you've walked through doesn't matter what you've done come on the spirit of god is the promise of god for all people oh come on it's for me and i'm claiming it it's for you you better claim it he's gonna pour out the spirit of god over my life he's coming to give me life he's coming to give me dreams and your sons and daughters will prophesy your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams that's a poetic prophetic way to say on every single human being the Holy Spirit is going to fall. And they will all prophesy, have visions and dreams. Can I tell you today, you're not too young, you're not too old, you're not too poor, you're not too rich. The Holy Spirit wants to fill you with dreams. Come on, the Holy Spirit wants you to be- believe again, dream again, write down a vision for your life and go after it. Come on, we're going to be a church that always dreams. I want you to know you're not part of a church that's going to stay here, us for, and no more. We're not going to be a church that stays within these four walls and we're content with a little bit. No, we have a God of a lot. We have a God who wants to give us the nations. Can I get an amen? We have a God that wants to use this to make an impact and an influence all over the world. And so I'm going after all that God has for me. And We're going to be a church that goes after everything. And we're going to be a church that believes. I want to talk to you about three quick things and we'll finish with this. Believe, persevere, and expect believe persevere and expect why do we dream again because number one we're people who believe somebody say believe we believe that God is able to do more than we can imagine we believe that God has given us promises and we can go after them Alex why is the vision dream again why why is the church dreaming why are we going why are we doing so much because we believe God wants to use us because we believe God has called us the church to be the hope of the world Come on, that the light of Christ lives in us and we can show the world there's an answer. Come on, we can show the world there's hope. We can show the world there is a solution and we just believe it. I just believe it. I just believe it. You can't convince me otherwise. God God loves me. God loves his church and God wants to use the church to show that the wisdom of the world is foolish compared to the wisdom of God. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I just believe it. He wants us to dream. And it doesn't matter what's happened. I don't know what you've walked through. Maybe you've walked through the most difficult year and season of your life. Believe once again that he'll cause you to dream again. Look what the Bible says, Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. Jeremiah writes as God speaks through him. Call to me and I'll answer you. And I'll tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know one of my favorite verses. Call to me and I'll answer you. He doesn't say text me because I'm too busy. He doesn't say only on Saturdays give me a call. He says call to me and I will answer you. And I'll show you there's another translation. Great and mighty things which you do not know and do not even understand. Come on, he promised to give a spiritual insight to the things that we don't even have ideas about. I don't know about you, but I want to tap into that. And I want to say, God, can you give me some revelation? Can you give me a dream about something? God, can you give me some... Come on, anybody, anybody with me? I want to perceive what God is doing at this time for such a time as this. I'm going to call on him. Come on, when we're in trouble in the world, we call 911. When we're in trouble with God, we call 333. A little little Christian corny joke there but Jeremiah 33 3 has been on my heart forever call to me and I'll answer you I believe that if I call him he'll answer me that's what I know when I'm in trouble when I don't know what else to do I call 33 3 call to him and he'll answer me number one let's keep believing that's why we dream again number two let's keep persevering Let's keep, let's keep persevering in other words we don't give up we don't give up. As a church, I want to know you're going to be part of a church that's never going to give up. We're always going to go after everything that God has for us, and we're going to persevere. But there's tough times, good times, bad times, we're going to persevere. We're family, and we're always going to go after every single thing that God has for us. Maybe today you walked in here and you've quit on a God dream. You've thrown in the towel and what God wants to do in your family, perhaps in your business, maybe in your kids. Maybe you've thrown in the towel and You could ever be that dad that you thought you were going to be. You've messed up too much. You've done too much wrong. Maybe you've given up the hope of being that mom that you wanted to be. Maybe you think, I've messed up too much. I'm never going to be that mom that my kids needed. Maybe you're never going to be that student, that son, that daughter. Tried being a businessman, but businesses failed. Tried owning a house, but it foreclosed. Tried going after a God call for your life, but messed up too much. Maybe failed and sinned and Feel you're disqualified? Can I tell you, persevere. He's a God of grace. He's a God of goodness. He's a God who will pick you up again. Come on, we persevere. Paul tells the Galatians in the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 9, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time. Notice it says at the right time. In other words, it's not on my time, it's not on your time, it's on God's time. Some of us have given up because we're like, God, but but I was praying for this since 2012. At the proper time, we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. Somebody say, don't give up. Come on, somebody say, don't give up. Come on, we're going to persevere. Why are we dreaming? Because we're going to persevere. Because we know that if we keep doing good in due time, we will reap a harvest. And we know that God has great things for this church. God has great things for your life don't give up, persevere. Number three, expect. Why do we dream again? Why are we dreaming? Why are we a church that always writes down goals and we have visions and things that we're going after? Because we expect that God is a God who wants to give us good and great things. And we expect that God wants to open up doors for our church around the world and wants to use people like you. Maybe you think, I don't have much. There's not much that I can do. God can use you. And he wants to use you to change the world what are you expecting i heard the great bishop t.d jakes one time say expectation is the breeding ground for miracles you want a miracle in your life have some expectation wake up every morning and say something good is going to happen in my life, God loves me God is for me, God is working out something on my behalf, oh whatever's going on in my life that I don't understand the enemy meant it for evil but God will turn it around for good I'm his child, I'm his son I'm his daughter, come on I'm God's. come on somebody, you got to walk around with some expectation, know that he loves you, be convinced of it, I know life is not pretty, I know sometimes it's hard, but if God be for me who can be against me, all the Days of my life. Come on, do you have expectations? Come on, let's be a church that always expects. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's always going to be rosy. It's hard. 2016, we had $5 in the bank as a church. People leaving the doors, people stopped giving. It was the most difficult year of church life ever. But last year in 2020, we were able to give away over $250,000 for the glory of God. Come on, this is a God that can do it. Do you expect it? Are you expecting a miracle? Are you expecting to dream again? Get a seat again and say, God, you can do it. God, you can use me. I'm dreaming again, believing again. I have faith again. He'll do it. He'll do it. I don't know how, but he'll open up a door. I don't know how, but he'll heal. I don't know how, but he'll deliver. I don't know how, but he'll answer a prayer on us to God that we serve. As I look back through the years, I don't know how, but I know He's faithful. And it's not because we're great, it's because He's great. Dream again for your life. Come on, believe. Persevere and expect. Believe. Persevere and expect. Believe. Persevere and expect. It's time to dream again wants to do much with your life. This year, in spite of what the world may be going through, in spite of what you may hear on the news, you grab your Bible and a notebook, and you start to dream again. He wants to use it, and he wants to do much through your life. I'll finish sharing, I'll finish sharing four things that we're gonna focus on in 2021, in 2022, and the months and years coming up. Help us pray for these. These are four areas that we want to focus on as a church, and uh, it's what we, what we have vision for. I think that the pandemic started and brought a lot of social distance, and it's time to reconnect again in more ways than the church has ever understood. We talk a lot about connection. We talk about community, 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 community. I get it, but let's really do it. One of the reasons we painted the building white again some we people are like I like better in black you should have seen when we first painted it black people left now we painted it white people get upset. But either way we painted it white and we opened up the windows today we obviously for production reasons but um it's time that we, we just come on let's shine a light and let's get together let's be family like trying to kind of try to do a circle like it's time to be in community number one the first area of vision for 2021 is community community in ways that we've never had community i have a passion for this i want our connect groups to be the healthiest biggest ministry of our church everybody that calls copy home should be in a connect room no excuse me like hear my heart on this because we're stronger together better together healthier together like we need to get better like come on we can't be living without accountability, without prayer, without nobody in our life, like I don't care what the world says. We need each other. We need each other. And so we're going to take connect groups to the next level. And obviously the online platform has shown us different ways that we can do that. And so I know that I know we've mentioned in the past we always talk about connect groups. We're going to zero in on connect groups like never before. And so help us pray for that. Get involved and join one today. It's going to be the most beneficial thing you do in 2021. Number two, the second area that we're going to focus on vision in 2021 is spiritual formation and what we mean by that it's literally just another word is discipleship right I don't want people that call Calvary home just to come in and out on a Sunday and have no spiritual death and not understand God not understand theology like Jesus says not go out and make converts. he said go out and make disciples and so I want I want Calvary to be a church of disciples right I I want us to understand the word of God that like you don't understand, it's a prayer in my life. I read I read uh, Paul as he writes in scripture. He says, I prayed for you. He's talking about his spiritual children. He says, I prayed for you so much that Christ would be formed in you, he says. It's one of the most powerful prayers. I promise you, church, and I, I didn't, even, didn't even share this in other services. That's my prayer for, for Calvary. I said, God, that Christ would be formed in us. Like, I don't want people to just to have a Sunday experience, of God. So one of the ways that we've done that in the last two years, we started Calvary College, but now we want to open it up. And we talked about it two years ago, about CLS and ideas that we had for Calvary Leadership School, and, uh, obviously because what happened throughout the year, different things, we, we couldn't really kick it off, but our prayers at 2021, we would kick off Bible classes, theology classes, where people could come, and you don't have to go for a bachelor's degree, you could just come and get some classes. That's a passion in my heart, like you don't understand, I literally think about this all the time, it's a dream of mine. And so we're trying to focus in on that and have vision for that. Number three, Latin America. Latin America. As Diana mentioned in the video, we went to Colombia in December. And as we landed, uh, we've been to Colombia a million times. We've been there a bunch of times. Diana's family is from Colombia. So we've gone there. As long as we've been married, we've been traveling to Colombia. I've been in a bunch of varepas and Panas I love it. Um, but, but this time it was different. I don't even know how to explain it. We landed in Medellin and we just started dreaming. Every single time we would come back from Colombia, we would always say, Man, I can't wait for more churches to open up in, you know, Colombia, my parents' countries, Costa Rica different countries. And we're like, can't wait, can't wait for more churches to open, churches that are life-giving and focus on Jesus. And this time when we were in Colombia, we felt, both of us at the same time felt like God says, Why don't you do it? And it was weird. It was weird. I, I don't even know. I still don't even know what that means. <laughs> God's was like, you speak Spanish, Diana speaks perfect Spanish, and I was like, un poquito. And so we just started dreaming of what God can do with our life, and there's a bunch of leaders here, preachers here, we speak Spanish, and we all come from, uh, most of us come from Latin American countries, and Latin America is ready for revival. Latin America needs people to go, and the young people of Latin America need to hear what God wants to do in their life, and so we're going to start with the Connect Group in Medellin for now. And uh, we're going to see what happens over the next several months. Pray, pray. That's literally, it's a seed of a dream. And we don't even know the full picture yet. But help us pray what happens there. And then last uh, but not least, number four, another last area of vision for 2021 is building projects. Building projects. Um, We feel, we sense it's it's time to um, build. We had a dream here before, building a, a huge building. Uh, it was way beyond our capacity financially, even, sustain- it wasn't sustainable, but we had a dream, it was out of reach, and uh, then the transition happened, 2016, 2017, everything you saw, and, and we literally put that dream in the back burner, like Dana said, and um, haven't even really thought about it, we said, in the future, we'll see what happens, 10 years, 15 years from now, um, but as you see, we don't fit, even with the pandemic, the 11 a.m., had additional CD we had I think it's just, it's crazy, like, we don't fit. And so we're always keeping an eye on it, but we're like, God, whenever we're ready financially, the last thing I want to do is financially press the church and come up here, like, hey, it's time to give. Did you hear it's time to give? Like, I'm not that guy. Like, I'm not. So, whenever we're ready, we're going to, you know. But we got a phone call a couple months ago, and um, I'll give you more details in weeks and months to come, but it's one of those phone calls we didn't expect. And um, it's a God opportunity that literally opens up millions of dollars for us. That now we can build the building if we want to debt-free, if we want to cash. Also, other buildings around the city. I mean, it's just a God thing. What is possible? And so, as we get closer to finish that, we'll give you more details. But another thing I want to do is other buildings around the city as well. Right now, we can't go back to West Kendall or City because they're in school campuses. And schools are not letting us back in. Imagine if we own buildings. Imagine if those buildings were ours. Um, and so I'm praying for building projects. And that as God makes these finances available, come on, we're going to own property all over the city of Miami. And we're going to open up homes. And we're going to have an embrace house. And we're going to be able to do so much. And so it's time to dream again. Come on, somebody. Help us pray for that. It's literally what God has done is absolutely crazy. And so if God can do it for the church, he can do it for your life. Come on, it's time to dream again. Why don't we stand up to our feet all over this place? It's time to dream again. What have you given up on? What dream have you put thinking to us? What dream have you put in the back burner? What dream have you given up hopes? And, and I'm not talking about self-serving dreams. I'm not talking about dreams. Of, I want to be famous and have 20 million Instagram followers. That's not what I'm talking about. That's how the world dreams. But how godly people dream is, God, how can you use me so that you get all the glory and, and people know you and people call on you? It's about God dreams. Anybody with me? Come on, it's a difference. So what have you given up that God wants to do with your life? What have you left behind? You think time has passed? Perhaps you think you're too young. To all the young people in here, don't waste time. Don't waste time. Go after God. Go after everything that he has for you with all of your mind, heart, and soul. Anything is possible for him who believes. Run after God. Go after all that heaven wants to give you. And if you feel like your time has passed, maybe you're too old. You're never too old. You're never too old. Oh, God will use us in the grave. Somebody will, will fall down on our bones and come back to life. Come on, I'm telling you. There's still anointing in your bones. Come on, somebody. As long as you're still alive, God can still use you. And even on the other side, he'll do something with your life. Come on, let's lift up our hands all across this place. Father, we thank you. Dream again. Dream again. Believe again. In the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. All people. Come on, claim that for your life. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you today. Come on, it's not just Vision Sunday for the church. It's Vision Sunday for your life, for your family. God, how can you use me? I- I sense a God call over my life. I I know you want to do something. Come on, ask the Holy Spirit to fill you today. Say, I want more of you. God, I don't want to get to heaven and leave behind everything that you had for me. you showed me a video of all that could have been God open doors right now in the name of Jesus God pour out your spirit over your church here physically and online if you're at home if you're in the kitchen in your bedroom in the office lift up your hands and he'll fill you there tell him fill me Holy Spirit fill me I need more of you come on it's a promise for me and for you he'll fill you he'll fill your mouth with joy come on he'll fill your heart with laughter father I pray that you fill us today God that we'll begin to dream again hope again believe again have faith again that you can use this to make a difference in the world. That you can use the church in Miami to feed people in Cuba, Peru, and India, Colombia, Costa Rica, Dominican Republic. God, that you can use us. If we just give you our fish and our bread, you'll multiply it into a million different ways. Come on, give God your life today. Tell him, Take me, God. Take all of me. Take my heart. Take my life. Whatever talent I have, whatever gift I have, lay it down on his feet and dream of everything that he can do with your life. It's time to dream again. It's time to dream again. And he'll fill your year with laughter and joy. Father, I thank you for your church. Pray that you bless us today. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. That we may leave out of here full of you. Full of everything that you have for us. Not looking to shame and guilt anymore, but looking up. And we were like those who dreamed. Thank you, Jesus. Big dreams back to life. Ministries, callings, joy and laughter in Jesus' name. With eyes closed and head bowed. If you're in here today and you don't have a relationship with God, perhaps you're far from God. Maybe somebody invited you and this is your first time back. Maybe you've never been in church and you don't have a relationship with God and you're like, I'm so far from God. I've done stuff and I'm doing stuff that I don't even think God is pleased with. Like, there's no way God could love me. I'm here to tell you, he loves you. He loves you. And yes, the truth is that all of us have sinned. I've sinned, you've sinned. There's not one perfect person in this place. And the Bible says that yes, God can't be with sin. Sin separates us from... God loved us so much that he sent his one and only son, Jesus. Jesus came and he grabbed my sin, your sin, all of our flaws, our mistake, Every wrong we've done, thought, said. The Bible says Jesus carried that on his shoulders, went up on a cross, and he died for our sins. Today I want to remind you, he died for you. Jesus lived the perfect life. He had died a brutal death for me and for you. The Bible says that the penalty of our sin is death. And Jesus says, I'll take that for you. He died on the cross. He went down to a grave for three days. But after three days, Jesus Christ, he resurrected. And the Bible says Jesus is alive. And today he wants to come into your life. And he wants to forgive you. He wants to give you a brand new beginning and a brand new start. He wants to give you the promise of the Holy Spirit. He wants you to begin again life again live again to dream again today you can be saved alex how do i do that the bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that jesus is lord you will be saved with eyes closed head bowed come on as the church is praying if you're in here today and you're saying alex i don't have a relationship with god i'm far from him but today i want to begin again today i need forgiveness i know i've done wrong if today you want forgiveness if you want a relationship with God, if you want a brand new beginning, I'm going to count to three in just a moment. If you're here or watching online and you say, Alex, I needed this relationship with God. I need forgiveness. At the count of three, raise your hand. Every eye closed, every head bowed, nobody looking around. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not even going to call you out. You just raise your hand. I'm going to see you really quick, then you can put it right back down. I want to see who I'm praying for. More importantly, God has seen you take this step of faith. If that's you, at the count of three, raise your hand. One, two, three three, raise your hand all over this place God bless you, God bless you, God bless you God bless you, God bless you, God bless you I see you, I see you, amazing, amazing God bless you, God bless you, awesome online, you can raise your hand God bless you, awesome you can raise your hand as well and tell God I'm right here you lift up your hand and he'll see you right where you're at come on with eyes closed and head out I'm going to lead us in a very simple prayer the truth is you can talk to God any place, anywhere and he wants to hear from you You can talk to God directly. This first one, I'm just kind of helping all of us pray, but I want you to repeat after me for this first one. In fact, the whole church, let's repeat together out loud. Say it with me. Say, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this opportunity. I admit that I'm a sinner and that my sin separates me from you. Jesus, I believe you're the son of God, that you died for my sins. And on the third day, you resurrected. Come into my life. Be my Lord and be my Savior. From today on, I'll follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Come on. Come on, anybody know that God is good? He's a good God. Hey, those of you who raise your hand, we actually have a free gift for you on the way out. Uh, Talk to somebody underneath our Connect tent. They just want to tell you about Connect groups. High five you or air high five you, whatever you want. But um, more importantly, if you raise your hand, pick up a free Bible. It's a free Bible from us to you. We want to help you. We're all on the journey after God, getting to know God better daily. And None of us are there yet. None of us. Uh, But we're better together. And we want to hook you up with a free Bible that has a lot of notes to help you understand who God is and all the plans and purposes he has for your life. In fact, if you're online and you made the decision, uh, there's some information on the screen right there. The number that you can text with the word decided. We'll mail one out to you. We've been doing it for the past year. Absolutely free. And we love you. We just want to make sure you have God's word in your hand. Amen. One more time. Can we give everybody a big, big hand? Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Anybody grateful that God is good? Come on. Let's dream again, believe again. Let's leave out of here celebrating. Let's lift up our hands. Father, we thank you. We love you for your goodness and your grace. We pray that this week you would go before us, go behind us, and surround us. Take care of us and bless us that are coming in and are coming out. Let your glory shine upon our face as we're filled with your spirit and we dream once again. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we love you. Amen, amen, and amen. We love you, church. Come on, let's sing it out one more time and thank God for all he's done.